Welcome to another episode of the Alter Your Health Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. If this is your first time listening, hello and welcome. We value your time and energy and hope you receive a lot from tuning in. As a listener-supported show, we rely on you to help us grow. We'd be so grateful if you share the show or a favorite episode with a friend or fellow health seeker. Living a healthy and nourishing life doesn't always come easily, especially in today's crazy world. But that's why we're here, doing what we love, hopefully helping you along with information and inspiration that fuels your health pursuits. If you're looking for more support, consider subscribing to the monthly Meal Guide membership. Just $11 per month gets you access to a weekly meal guide filled with healing and delicious whole food plant-based recipes, along with invitations to our regularly scheduled support calls where we can connect, answer questions, and keep the good vibes flowing in our healthy lives. You can learn more at www.alter.health slash meal dash guides. And if you're looking for more in-depth support, check out our other services. We offer both one-on-one consulting as well as educational programs. All of our current offerings are listed at www.alter.health. Our ultimate goal is to empower you to heal yourself. Keeping with that theme, let's dive into today's show. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Alter Your Health podcast, Wisdom Wednesday, where we're going to be sharing insights from head to toe. I'm Dr. Ben. And I'm Dr. Susanna. And we are both naturopathic doctors who empower you to heal yourself through whole food, plant-based nutrition and mind-body medicine. And um, if you're new to these episodes, this series of the podcast, we are going head to toe and exploring how we can optimize our physiology and biochemistry through nutrition and lifestyle medicine on medicinal Mondays. And then here on Wisdom Wednesdays, we're sharing the more emotional, energetic, metaphysical, spiritual aspects of health, which are, I would say, completely equally as important. And the goal is to just open our minds and uh, open our hearts and get curious about how we can, you know, expand our experience of health by, you know, not just focusing on what we're eating and how we're living, because yeah, those kind of things are super important and helpful. Uh, But that only can take us so far, you know, there's more to life. Um, So that's our intention here on Wisdom Wednesday. And we have made it through our, our hair our skin. And now we're going to talk about bones and the emotional energetics around bones and bone health. Definitely. Yes. And, uh, you know, with bones, we have a little prompt here from our lovely Louise Hay book. Um, but before we get into it, you know, when you think about bones, what do you, what do you think about in terms of their purpose? It's like to create like structure and support in the body, right? It's like literally the hard tissue that supports the rest of our tissue, right? Yeah. Well, you bring up a good point that it is a tissue. It's a dynamic organism inside of us. And I think a lot of people just think like bones are just these kind of like rocks that exist that are like inanimate objects within our bodies. Um, and for sure, when you, you know, find a a bone on the trail, that's all dried up and dead, it, it doesn't have any life, but it is always regenerating. And there's a lot of blood flow and activity, not as much blood flow as the rest of our organs, but uh, a lot of regenerative potential nonetheless. And I, I think that, sorry to 
to interject, but I think that, you know, one thing I realized uh, we forgot to address in Medicinal Monday is just how when we fracture our bones, that's like a great experience and opportunity to witness the regenerative potential in the body. And even someone who is frail and old and, you know, you would look at them and say they don't have much life or vitality, they still are able to heal fractured bones. Um, of course, maybe it takes three months instead of six, two months, um, you know, for uh, me when I break my bones, <laughs> have broken bones in the, in the past. Um, but in any case, yeah, that, that healing and regenerative potential is so much alive, even in these like more inert objects of the body that do provide the structure and support for the rest of our organs and systems. And, you know, I just think about, you know, I think a great example is, you know, just to answer your question, like what they're doing, the, like the rib cage and the engineering of the rib cage, which of course there's a lot of support that the rib cage and protection that the rib cage provides. Of course, our heart is in there and essentially all of our vital organs are hidden and protected beneath the rib cage. Yet our ribs are so flexible and malleable. And um, if you're a physical medicine practitioner or have been to a chiropractor or um, any sort of, you know, received any sort of physical manipulation, you know that your ribs can kind of be uh, dislocated, sub subluxed, or, you know, slightly out of place. And, whoops. And, and we can kind of like move stuff. And of course, when we take a deep breath and everything expands and there's this cartilage and so much flexibility, yet also the rigidity and the structure and the protection and the support. Right. <clears throat> Definitely. Yeah. Well, so let's, let's shift gears to our little book here. You can heal your life from Louise Hay. And let's, you know, this, once again, we're using books like this to just kind of, um, you know, jog, jog the uh, creativity when we're talking about the mind body connection here. Um, because in her book, she says that bones uh, where am I here? Bones, the skeletal system represents the structure of the universe so there we've got that that structural structural component right the structure of the universe well of course like what the heck does that mean i mean i guess mean? we are the universe that's that's what i hear and that's how my interpretation of that like structure of the universe and you know it's like you look outside and you look at everything that's going on in life and then it's just like this reminder that we are that we are the universe also. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, on Monday we talked a lot about bone health in the context of like increasing bone density and maintaining bone density because osteoporosis and osteopenia are so common, so common in yeah. our culture. And so if we look at, uh, you know, the probable cause that Louise Hay has here, probable, uh, you know, energetic. energetic cause of osteoporosis, we see that it says feeling there is no support left in life. So there's the other S word, support, structure and support. Yeah. And I, of course, also think about what I've learned and experienced in my understanding of the energy centers in the body, the chakras. Um, 
and how the skeletal system is really uh, associated with kind of first chakra energetics and that first chakra. And we'll, we'll, of course, you know, I'm sure we'll talk more about chakras in future Wisdom Wednesday episodes. Um, but in a nutshell, do you want to explain just broad picture the chakra Chakras. system? Just the, the chakra system? Sure. The cha- I mean, the chakra system is uh, just like one component of, um, you know, it comes from uh, Ayurvedic medicine, ancient oh. Indian medicine. Okay. And uh, the just the, what they are. The chakras are thought to be energetic centers, energy centers along the midline of the body um, that start really at the very base of the spine and end uh, even above like the crown of the head. Mm-hmm. And each energy center or chakra is actually associated with a gland in the body, an actual uh, like structural organ in the body. Yeah. And so. Um, Yes, the different the different energy centers, they're associated with different um, energetic patterns, but also associated with other kind of um, physical, physical, uh, you know, uh, physical patterns in the body as well. They're associated with certain organs, like we said, they're associated um, with certain disease processes if the energy center is either overactive or underactive or, you know, overexpressed or underexpressed. Right. So do you want to yeah. fill in any gaps there? Yeah, well, there's this flow of energy through our body. And this is not woo-woo. You know, this is this is very much measurable. Our electromagnetic fields, the there's a flow of energy and that energy flows through and is is uh spinning our our chakras that go up and down the spine and um and in that flow of energy energy can be blocked or stuck or stagnant uh or energy can move freely and yeah i think for for a long i mean you know for thousands of years these energy centers have been identified and talked about and written about and kind of worked on and, and, and addressed in terms of physical and energetic, emotional, spiritual health. Um, and of course, as we, the scientific community, whatever has evolved in understanding uh, anatomy and physiology, there's a direct correlation between the kind of ancient energy centers and our endocrine system. Um, so it's, it's kind of interesting, the, the alignment between this kind of, uh, metaphysical energetic part of our being and our, and this physiologic, very much structural part of our being. Um, but, but yeah, with regard to our first chakra, which is the first it's down at the base of our spine, um, it's most associated with kind of the most primitive and primal needs of uh, hu- a human being and that's the the need to feel supported the need to feel belong belonging the need to feel at home and secure and safe and uh you know loyal and part of the tribe and that that sort of thing um and that that energy those energetics are also very much reflected um in the skeletal system and the support that our skeleton offers and the support that our bones offer us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I guess, you know, the, the opportunity is if, if we are experiencing <clears throat> decreased bone mineral density, if we are experiencing osteopenia or, you know, frequent fractures or, you know, things like that, 
Um, it's just something to get curious about the, the degree to which energy is flowing through our first chakra and the connection to feeling supported in our life, to feeling belonging in our life, to feeling, um, you know, at home and free to be ourselves in our life. And that, that of course, is like, again, one of the most primitive and primal, import, fundamentally important parts of healthy existence as a human being. Yeah. So let's explore that topic, that topic of feeling supported, because I think that's definitely a topic where it can be really easy to kind of look around you and like look at your support network and say, mm. hmm, am I supported enough? Do I have enough people around me? Do I have enough financial support? Do I have enough this support? And we start looking outside of ourselves and we can make a judgment based on, you know, okay, am I supported or am I not based on external factors? But we know that the feeling of support comes from something much more than just our external circumstances. Yeah, as you're discussing these external factors that might lead us to feel supported, like, you know, money in a bank account or a roof over our head or food in the refrigerator and, you know, these these uh, basic basic needs being met. Um, like, but there's there are people that exist on our planet, like a, a lot of them, who don't have these basic needs yet met yet. Maybe if you were to be with them or talk with them, they're still feeling supported by the universe. Um, and it just leads me to think about this, um, this notion of our outer experiences, the outer experience of support, whatever that looks like for us, because for some people it is just, you know, our next meal, you know, that's, that's, that's fully supported, you know, having our next meal, um, having some place to rest. Um, for some people, they don't feel supported unless they have more than that. You know, they feel a lack of support in, unless they have, you know, X amount of dollars in the bank account, but that that's not to make one thing right or wrong. But I guess what I'm what, I, what what's coming up for me is that that outer experience, like what we observe and experience in our physical world is a reflection of the level of support that we feel. So if we're walking around and feeling kind of like, I guess the term is like, you know, scarcity or lacking or like we don't have what we need, then we're not going to have what we need. You know, we're not going to get what we need. We're not going to, we're always going to feel like we're lacking something we're always going to feel like we don't have enough. We're always going to feel like the universe doesn't support us. And like, we've like, we're, you know, swimming upstream and we're, we're struggling, but if we're coming into life um, and being in life from a place of trust and knowing that the universe does support us, even though the external factors kind of ebb and flow, but the universe is undoubtedly like there for us, even though, you know, we, we struggle at times or um, whatever it might look like or feel like, then the outer things just tend to kind of fall into place more gracefully. Yeah. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, it makes sense. And, you know, I, I also want to talk about semantics for a moment 
if people are hearing, you know, this term supported by the universe and they're like, mm, what's that mean? That's a little woo woo or whatever. You know, you could substitute the word universe for um, for God, for source, for um, nature, for, you know, there's many different words we can use. But I also want to just recognize one of the things that you said in the very beginning that we are the universe, like mm -hmm. we have that same uh, wisdom, that infinite source of wisdom and possibility that, you know, we think the universe gives us. But, but when we really trust that we have an infinite source of wisdom, that we are infinitely wise, we can start feeling supported simply um, by ourselves, for yeah. ourselves, despite whether we've got 20 friends in our, you know, little support circle or not. Mm. And, um, and so I think it's that, you know, that self-support that translates to universal support because it is one and the same and um, trusting more in that and realizing more of that as we move through life, I think is a real kind of organic process that, um, you know, it's not like we can, uh, force ourselves to start trusting more in the universe, right? It just really comes from understanding and experience, I mm. think. And what I'm, what I'm uh, feeling right now is just like if I were to close my eyelids and just kind of like drop into myself and, and just kind of like forget or go beyond the physicality of my life. You know, if I were to forget about Susanna and forget about um, alter health, if I ever forget about, you know, riding my bike or going out with friends or whatever it is, and just like fully embrace the present moment and fully allow myself to be immersed in the present moment and like all that stuff, all that trivial stuff that's, you know, very important to me in physical form, but at the same time, it's like, wow, nothing really matters. And all that really matters is like my presence and the next breath and just the most fundamental needs. And it's like, I have what I need. And then I open my eyes again. You know, I come back into my life and I observe and I count my blessings, you know, whatever they are, you know, focusing on all of the quote unquote positivity, all of the, the beautiful, amazing things around me, then like all of that is just like a overflow of blessings rather like, so I, I can, I can in a moment enter into gratitude, abundance, mindset, whatever you want to call it. Um, rather than, of course, like going about it life and thinking, oh, if only I could do this, if only I had more time to do that, if only I, you know, had this or had that or. And how tiring is that? How much of an energy drain is that? And if we think about, again, our energy centers and that sort of feeling of lack of support is like. You know, I'm, I, I think about the teachings of Carolyn Miss, who's also teaches all this energy anatomy, kind of mind body stuff. And she talks about energy as like kind of a, a currency. And it's like we have this we have this bank account where we can deposit or take out energy. And, you know, if we're kind of always allowing our energy to just flow out, 
without being really mindful or understanding where it's going, then we're going to be drained. And that's going to present itself oftentimes as physical symptoms, as, as experiences in life and body. Um, so I guess, the again, the invitation is just to like be mindful of that feeling of universal support that is always available. You know, all, all we have to do is, is experience ourselves in a present moment, re- regardless of the chaos or scarcity that exists outside when we open our eyes on the most fundamental level. We always have what we need. Uh, we really do. Um, and, you know, I think that's just a difficult but empowering place to live from. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I I just want to also acknowledge the um, fluidity of how easy we can float in and out of uh, the mindset of feeling support or the mindset of, of feeling scarcity in our life. And um, it really can change moment to moment. Um, you know, it's funny because I feel like in reading these um, Louise Hay books, it's like, oh, you have osteoporosis. Okay, you must feel a lack of support. And, you know, for some people, there can be that kind of chronic mental pattern. That theme of like, oh, I feel this regularly. Yeah, exactly. But also people can just kind of float into, you know, that state of mind. Also, whether it's for a month or a week or a day or an hour um, and flow out of it just as easily. So um, just once again, pointing out that um, ever changing nature of the mind and how the quality of our thoughts truly does create our experience and our perception of life. And it's not about controlling the content in our thoughts, but it's it's simply, you know, just understanding that we're human. We're going to have a tendency to, right. to slip into those thoughts from time to time. And that's also okay. That's for sure. And that's what makes life kind of fun is yes. that flowing and that drama that's inherently part of being human. Uh, it can be fun at least at yes. times. Yes. Not always. Um, anywho, any other kind of uh, wrapping up thoughts around support and our skeleton and the opportunities in there? Just a personal synchronicity, I think, is so funny that this morning we sometimes pull cards from little oracle decks and stuff. And there's this really cool kind of Native American themed um, animal deck that we often pull cards from. This morning I pulled the buffalo, which is representative of the universe. And the entire description of the buffalo card was talking just about all of this, you know, (laughs) universal support. Yeah. Well, how how has your skeletal health been? Oh, well, that's a good question. I mean, yeah. Well, it's interesting because of course, like, you know, like uh, joint, like joint issues, and mm-hmm. these kind of things are are certainly part of our experience of skeletal health. 
but not like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. What yeah, I'm it's not, it's not like I developed osteopenia <laughs> overnight or anything. Yeah. Um, but I think for like the younger populations, bone issues can show up as either a bone break, a, bro a bone fracture, or um, maybe bones going out of alignment or, you know, having some, like what you're saying, some joint issues, yeah. um, some more kind of skeletal alignment issues. Well, the, so. the other thing, um, again, just a little tangent, another very, very common first chakra thing is the feet. And I know Susanna has had feet issues. Um, not right now. No, not right now. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, um, feet and also the immune system is another kind of part of our first chakra, which is just this primal aspect of ourselves and protection also. Um, yeah. Anywho. Anywho, so, I don't feel like my body has given me any feedback in terms of my skeletal system, but in pulling that card, I did realize like, oh, wow. Yeah. Like I feel like the last few days I have kind of just simply forgotten that I am always supported. You know, a there's a tendency, there's a tendency for us humans to think we're responsible for everything. We have yeah. to do it all ourselves, right? And we can actually also, <laughs> we, we do, we are in life, but we can partner with the universe. Exactly. We can partner with the universe and get the messages, get the inspiration, ride the waves. And um, that's always a good reminder. Right. Um, so just before we tune out, sign off for today, just a reminder that the cleanse registration for the summer cleanse starting July 17th is open. You can go to www.alter.health cleanse. And we have an early bird discount that saves you about 20 bucks. So it comes out to $79 or so to join us for essentially a two week reboot where we are flooding the body with whole plant foods and super nutrient dense stuff. And optimizing hydration status and so much more and it's a really great experience so if you have any questions feel free to reach out but we just wanted to let you know about that and hope to see you inside in a couple few weeks yes we hope to see you there all right peace and love you guys we'll check you next time on the podcast bye for now